Hi everyone, you're listening to Campus Connect at UBC, a podcast dedicated to inspiring conversations with passionate people at UBC. I'm Marion with my fellow connector, Richika, here to talk with the brightest minds on campus. Hello everyone, welcome back to our podcast. Um, today, we are joined with two representatives from UBC Friends of Medicine, Sans Frontier. Um, I might be butchering it, but yeah, if you guys could tell us a little bit about yourselves, that would be great. Um, hi, I'm Priya, and I'm a first-year Doctor of Pharmacy student at UBC, but I've been here the past four years. Um, yeah, and I'm one of the co-presidents of the club this year. Hi everyone, uh, I'm Cheyenne and uh, I'm a second year uh, combined major in sciences uh, student and uh, I'm also I'm the other co-president of uh, FOMSF at ABC. Awesome, thank you guys for joining us today and would you be able to tell us a little bit about the club's mission? Cheyenne? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so sorry, oh my god, I'm so sorry. It's all good. Priya, maybe if you want to tell us. Yeah, so as a club, what we do is we, um, adv- our main goals are to advocate and fund- uh, fundraise for MSF. Um, and MSF itself is Medicine Sans Frontier or Doctors Without Borders. And what they do is um, they're basically a nonprofit medical humanitarian organization. And they uh, provide free healthcare to- in countries that are inflicted by um, conflicts or epidemics and other natural disasters. So they put their patients, like they, they aim to provide high, high quality of care in um, all countries that are affected by such things. And we basically support them by fundraising and advocating for them. Yeah. That's awesome. Do you have anything to add? Oh, no, that was, that was the best answer. Yeah, I don't think I can top that. <laughs> awesome, solid. Yeah, that's yeah. a great mission. And you guys are doing a lot of work especially this week. So maybe you want to tell us a little bit about what's going on with the club this week. Yeah, sure. So um, right now we're in the process of uh, planning our biggest event yet, our annual gala. And uh, in the beginning of the year, September, October, uh, we weren't really sure we were going to have it. We hoped that we could, but we told ourselves that in reality it's impossible so it's just like left it aside but later um back in june and uh february we started uh coming up with a plan to actually implement all the different aspects of an in, uh, in-person gala in our very interactive uh virtual gala um these include food uh, entertainments uh dance um prizes competition so many great stuff yeah so really looking forward to it Awesome. Priya, is there anything you want to add? Uh, I guess nothing else other than it's happening on uh, March 26th at <laughs> PST. Yeah. Awesome. Well, everyone listening should definitely be there. It sounds super fun. Um, but also, on that note, um, this year has been virtual, as you guys know, planning for a virtual gala. Um, what do you guys think has been the best way to promote your club during an online semester? So how have your initiatives been affected? Um, so I guess generally, like as Chan already mentioned, all of our events have a huge in-person like aspect, like all the events are like, we, we always do it together. Um, like, I don't know, like 
yeah it, it requires a lot like it's usually fun with all the interactions and everything and it's been hard this year just because like I was lacking so at the beginning of the year we were struggling a little bit um but I guess specifically like what I can think of I can give an example like one of our ex like events as an example right now um so we usually have an event called walk without borders every year and what we do for the event is we walk so you, it's an event to support the um refugees because they have to walk long distances to get uh, medical care while they are maybe in the process of fleeing from their home countries and that's a that's a really like a terrible experience that a lot of people go through so to to represent that difficulty although we obviously won't be able to represent it completely but just to support that um we usually walk from so last year we walked from ubc to vgh um so that's as a way to support that and we so it was mostly uh, advocacy and fundraising event so we also try to raise money so it, all of our members set up individual fundraisers to raise money for the cause as well um so usually we do it as a group and it was lots of fun like although it was like a long like walk like it was so fun to do with like all the club members and other people but this year that couldn't happen so we sort of came up with innovative ways to do it individually like while fo while following all the covid regulations so each person walked individually in their own community so like wherever they live they walked like a distance and we sort of took like they sort of tried to draw like a letter on the map and we came up with like a collage and stuff in the end and like i am honestly like really really proud to say that we actually raised double the amount that we raised last year so we raised around 1200 this year from just from that one event so yeah like really really proud but yeah yeah, yeah go ahead so yeah as priya said i feel like uh, hosting and planning events online has been a great challenge especially uh, I would say our uh, meetings and just like events that was supposed to be like an internal event where we have to like talk to each other, see, see each other in person. And that those like, um, I don't think online um, meetings and Zoom and all that will ever replace that for sure. Uh, but yeah, as we plan events, we uh, have been gaming like experience and uh, trying to implement creative uh, ideas and um, trying to make each activity as uh, interactive as possible so that everyone enjoys it. Because we know Priya and I are both students. So we know the struggle of like attending online classes, online events, all those stuff. We know like how they can feel like. Yeah, awesome. No, thank you guys for sharing your insights. And on that note also, I guess what has, I asked you this yesterday, but what has your journey with the club been? So how did you guys first get involved and how are, how has your term as co-presidents been? Yeah, I, uh, Priya's gonna tell you about her story, but I, uh, before I joined uh, our club at uh, UB, uh, UBC, I didn't know uh, MSF at all. I had no connection with Doctors Without Borders, uh, but, I remember it was Imagine Day and I was walking down University Boulevard and there was no COVID, so it was packed. Like people were like <laughs> really close to each other. Uh, and then uh, I saw the MSF completely red uh, booth. It was like all red with like different banners and stuff. And yeah, I sort of went there to get some candy. And then one of the execs there uh, told me about uh, the great values of the club. And that's sort of how I became familiar with the MSF. Then I was invited to the orientation. And during the orientation, I met two of uh, MSF's expats. 
and they were wonderful people they they like when i talked to them i immediately wanted to just like join the club uh help us as much as i can because i knew what like great things uh, they were doing around the world yeah and um i guess i uh, so i actually knew of msf from high school so i already knew that they existed and i i was actually volunteering for them outside in the community so just like straight for doctor with the borders i was fundraising for them as well and i did not know that ubc had a chapter of friends of msf at all so when i just looked it up and realized that they do exist i i remember emailing like the president at the time and i was asking how to join and everything and the first year that i joined i was a general member so i was like, getting used to because i did not i didn't even know that there was a thing as friends of msf which is actually very different from the msf itself but yeah and then the second year I, that i was part of the club i was the director of advocacy and then this year yeah we were both the co-presidents of the club how has it been working with each other i guess oh it's been a blast yeah, yeah. <laughs> i would say like in the beginning uh especially because it was my uh second year so i joined the first year i was just a member and then second year uh uh and i became co-presidents so going from a member to co-president in such a short time for me it was for me it was a bit difficult not just not necessarily difficult but just like you know a bit anxious i was a bit anxious to doing it at first and uh the first few meetings i was very stiff very dry i i didn't talk like at all unless i had to so i was in that sort of situation but uh first month and that completely went away and right now we just like yeah we just like talk normally and <laughs> we laugh and yeah and like we when we like applied for co-presidents and when we won the election sister we had so many great plans and we were just like oh covid won't like be that long like we'll be fine we'd still have our in-person events and everything but when this is all transitioned online then we had to come up with plans to like how to make our events happen how our events is going to look like and everything so that was like like honestly like it was like slightly difficult cuz like we were like oh, we still have to like like work for the club and everything but yeah like i can't think of a better person to work with than him like best partner ever so oh, i think thank you yeah. thanks for saying yeah. yeah that's so sweet it sounds like you guys and your team has adapted pretty well um not without hard effort though um <laughs> but i guess another question i had uh what has been your favorite project like each of you individually <laughs> I'm going to go first cuz I already know it's definitely going to be gala. Like no other event in my opinion can uh, be like gala just because of how fun I think it's going to be. So I'm really looking forward to this gala because last year we were planning our in-person gala when covid hit and then it got canceled. So my first ever gala that I wanted to attend to didn't happen. So now I, all the anticipation, all the excitement from last year has built up in me. I'm just so excited to just wait, go and like enjoy all all the things. Like I've already we we, we give out baskets and right now we're in the process of delivering it to our um you know, attendees and participants. I ordered like three baskets and I ate all of them. <laughs> so I'll probably have to order more. Um and I guess for me um walk with the borders it it's just in general like so that's the event that I was talking about before. It's a great internal event as well so it's like last year when we did it together it was like a great event to let's bond with the team members and like i remember getting dinner afterwards after the long walk and we like none of us were tired we were still like going and um 
yeah so that was lots of fun but we do have other like internal events and stuff as well where we still get to talk with our team members and everything so i can't really like i i think all my events are honestly like all the events are my favorite but i guess like just cuz like walk with the borders is, has been like such a surprising success this year so maybe i'll just like go with that one Awesome. No, thank you guys for sharing. I know sometimes it's a little hard, but you guys have great answers. Um and I guess another question just jump right into it, but how should students if they're interested in getting involved with you guys? There's no like club booth anymore cuz covid. Um but how should they try to get involved in, with your club? Um so we right now so Uh, so UBC has the new platform, the AMS campus space as well that they introduced. Um, so we try our best to stay active on that. Although we've noticed that not a lot of students are active on it, but like we try our best to stay active on social media, like at all times. So even if we have no events happening, we are we still like post about what MSF is doing or some of our other clubs. So we have there's lots of events happening across the country and in US and everywhere. So we try to. repost their events so we are always active on social media i would say that's the best way to contact us if you're interested um so you can find us on facebook and instagram we're active on both platforms mm-hmm. but yeah yeah and uh, if you guys want something like uh more immediate i would suggest uh, emailing us that's also a really quick way cuz that way um Fiona can just respond to it really quickly and give you all the information um anyone who's interested needs uh, our email is fomsfubc@gmail.com awesome thank you guys you guys replied really fast to me so i'm sure anyone who <laughs> replies to you will get fast responses and i will link all your social media in the little description box for the podcast uh okay people can find it there. And I guess this is like a little bit of a personal note kind of question, but um COVID has changed like all of our lives. So what is like one guilty pleasure you've kind of picked up over the past year? <laughs> a little hard. Yeah, this is this is all right. Oh, I like to Priya, do you want to go first? This is going to take you a while. You can go first. I have nothing right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, Take your time. Mm. Oh, I got muted. No rush. Okay. Oof. On that note, I'll tell a little story while they're thinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. I remember I have hadn't heard about your club much, but right before COVID hit, I think I was boothing next to someone who was also boothing that big red booth, friends of MSF. It wasn't either of you, but it was like. an old high school friend and she was also boothing there. I was boothing for like World Vision UBC. It was so and she told me your whole mission and it sounded so cool and I wanted to get involved but covid. <laughs> the overarching thing. But yeah. Yeah. Awesome. I thought I'd share. Yeah. Yeah. Who was who was your high school friend? Um it was Gabby. I don't know if you Oh, yeah, Gabby's the um Google uh, officer, Google Lounge officer right now. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Shout out to Gabby, but yeah. yeah, we went to the same high school and she was the head prefect there, so head school leader. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she's doing amazing in the club right now, doing lots of work and yeah. yeah she's a great help, yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah. That sounds like her. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, do you guys have your guilty pleasure? 
I just hate this pandemic so much. I can't think of anything. I, I hate this, this whole online stuff. I, yeah. That's fair. Mm. Maybe, okay, is there something you're looking forward to when you, when we get back in person? Is it better? Oh, back yeah. in person? I'm looking forward to our uh, uh, in-person meetings because uh, we have weekly yeah. meetings. Yeah. That I really miss because online, it's really hard. And it, it's, it's you know, like in person, we would go to the global lounge, we'd sit in the lounge room. And when we wanted to break up, everyone would just like group together on like different couches on the floor, you know. It was, yeah. it was really like, I felt like, like a family there, you know. Like cozy, like yeah. nice. Couch. like I don't know it was like, it was such a nice area and then mm-hmm. now it's like breakout rooms and we're just like and she's like oh damn it we have to open breakout rooms and like make a room go into breakout rooms it's just I, yeah I don't think I can ever adjust to this online stuff like mm-hmm. I in person. Yeah. Every, yeah the lounge office had like a kitchen right beside it we would like yeah. <laughs> make each other tea and everything <laughs> that was yeah. also really fun yeah that sounds like a fun time hopefully fingers crossed for September Fingers crossed. But Fingers crossed. yeah. Um, no, thank you guys so much for coming. It was great to hear more about what you guys do and the upcoming event. Again, everyone should go to their event on Friday. What time is it? Uh, so March 26th at 6 p.m. PST. And we have prices. So we have raffle tickets and we have a $2,500 MCAT course that we are raffling off. So from Kaplan. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's other raffle prizes too. Yeah. um yeah and food as well so still not too late so yeah lots of stuff but i mean hearing the raffle prizes i'm sure a lot of people will be interested <laughs> so hopefully your event is a great success um but thank you guys for coming on the show it was great to have you guys on our podcast yeah. thank, thank you, you so much it's a pleasure yeah. yeah it was great chatting and hopefully the viewers learned a lot as well But on that note, I will sign off for the podcast. So bye, everyone. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Thanks for listening, everyone. This is Rashika Salvakumar and my fellow connector, Marion Rogers, signing off. See you on the next episode.